Welcome to Centered Sunday with your host, Sharice Shai Holmes, the business doula. Today, we're going to talk about reasons why you might be struggling in your business to make sales online. More specifically, I'm going to be focusing on your social media presence because I believe there's some misunderstandings happening in this space that leads us to be frustrated and feeling like, you know, the algorithm hates us and I don't understand why this is working for me. And I'm going to give you four reasons why it probably isn't working for me just to kind of remove the obscurity and uh, uh, misunderstanding behind your business being holding an online presence. Now, let's take this a step back. There's a reason why we believe we should be able to be successful on social media online, right? And there's a reason why we believe we can make money online because we've seen so many people do it. So I would say maybe in the millennial space, one of the people that sticks out the most in my mind that I like the earliest that I can remember is Justin Bieber. I remember him being found from him reposting videos from a contest he participated in on YouTube. And someone who was on the staff of Usher saw Bieber's videos and thought like, hey, this guy might be worthy, or this this boy, because he was young. This boy would be worthy to bring in. Let's record a song with him and see how he does. And obviously we know the rest is history. So we've seen people in spaces blow up from social media and then be able to monetize that and either have a career or a business based on their presence on social media. Let's we can even say that with like the Kardashians and the Jenners, whether you like them or not, they have been able to monetize their social media to a level that has been, you know, unseen before that. So even though you might not be thinking like, hey, I'm I'm using them as inspiration to monetize my business online and use my social media to blow up and sell out and book out and be booked and busy and flewed out and traveling around the world, giving speeches and helping everybody. It's because we've seen it done, right? That is, that's the core belief. Like if we had never seen this, no one had ever done this in this space before, we wouldn't have the faith or the idea that it could work for us. So I'm, I wanna help you in this space of what you should be focusing on and what you should be avoiding. Now, this is one thing I think is unclear is that people confuse posting on social media with a marketing strategy, and that is a misnomer. It's actually not a marketing strategy. This is what it is. Social media is a technology, but strategy to use on social media is completely different. They are not one and the same. So you can can use social media as a vehicle, as a tool, but if you have no real marketing strategy, you're not gonna see the results. You don't know how to monetize it. You don't know how to galvanize your tribe. You don't know how to market to your followers, your messages off, your overall uh, ability to connect with them is just not working. And this is one thing I was thinking about this morning when I was spending my own time in Bible study. Many of us, you know, whine, cry, complain. I don't understand. You know, I have 300 followers. I'm not able to make money or I have 500 followers, 1,000, whatever you have. 
and you're complaining that you're not able to make money. But this is <laughs> something that the Lord hit me with this morning is like Jesus started with 12 and look at where we at now over 2000 years. He didn't even have social media, y'all. <laughs> like 12, 12. He was able to galvanize 12 to a message that lives beyond his death. That, that is so fun. Like, honestly, I feel like I want to write a book on the Bible, based, based on the Bible, Jesus's marketing principles and techniques <laughs> and strategies, because I feel like there's so much valuable information we could be pulling out of there, but we don't. So here we are, we got 300 followers and Jesus started with 12 and we're crying and complaining about not being able to make money. You can make money off of your 300, okay? You can make money off your 4,000 that I have. You can make money as long as you are connecting with your audience, educating them, serving them, and helping them solve a problem that they have been in dire need of wanting to have solved. That literally can go from your reality TV show to business coaching, to needing a facial, to it, like your cute fit that you're trying to sell or your t-shirt or something of that nature. Most of us don't even know what problem we're solving. All we know is that we have a product, we have a service and we want to serve. Like we want to serve people. That's that's awesome. That's great. And, and I commend you for wanting to do such, but you need to be very clear on the problem that you're solving. And if you don't know the problem that you're solving, your customer, your audience is going to be confused on how you can help them. And so they're not going to seek out your services, okay? So you need to have clarity in that space. I actually did not want to say that first, but hey, it came out. Somebody, you know what this, somebody, I don't know who needs to hear this. <laughs> somebody needed to hear it. Okay, let's start off with number one. And I'm giving you like basic, I have a whole list y'all, but I don't want this to be a 45 minute podcast i like to get in get out for the most part um sometimes you know the lord will take it longer <laughs> but today we try to keep it short so we're just going to start with these four for today so the first thing i want to say is i notice that a lot of people's pages are one-dimensional and what i mean by that is your page is very it's just static like your photos are one it's just static the photos, still photos, you know, still quotes. There's no life or engagement beyond the still photos and posts that you share. Now, when when we first got on Instagram or wherever, Facebook even earlier than that, it was okay to post static photos. Like that was great then. We are in 2021 now, okay? This is eight years later. If your business is relying solely on a technique that worked back in 2013, 2014, 2015, actually, I think at that point they started introducing the 60 second um, videos that we could start posting on Instagram. But pr your primary marketing strategy for your business is based off posting static photos and quotes that was hot back in 2013, 2014. You will be obsolete online and especially with covid and a lot of us being forced to have a stronger presence online because so many people have been spending so much time online. 
listen, you're going to get left behind. You need to focus on what I would say short form video. Now, I actually remember, I think it was like 2018, um, Facebook opened up this thing to online creators to come and join them for two days of training, free training. It was beautiful. They actually gave us lunch um, and they had an amazing setup for us. I mean, I love the event. And I remember them back in 2018 telling us that short form video was going to be the next wave. And they said, you know, 15 seconds, 30 seconds in length. And I remember the like this group of people in this room like, mm-hmm. you know, how people like start mumbling and grumbling, like looking at each other. What? 15 seconds. What? How can I help anybody in 15 seconds? Like, what am I going to teach them? And I remember sitting next to my friend and we both looked at each other like 15 seconds, G, like what, how are we going to help people like that? And they said, you know, these are the apps you should be downloading. You should get better at your video editing. They told us this in 2018. And I feel like, especially with the rise of good old TikTok, that happened, you know, so, so quickly, like within two year time span. You know, it really took off, especially on the TikTok platform, that short form video was the next wave. So if you are not using those tools, I mean, Pinterest now has video shorts, 15, 30 seconds. YouTube has video shorts, same time length. Of course, we know Instagram has reels. We got TikTok. I mean, every platform, mostly social media platform is adopting some level of short form video and you are not using it. So I'm pretty sure you guys remember Motorola, right? Where are they now? Nokia, where are they now? Those are brands that we saw, especially in our generation, that was saturating the market and somehow they're no longer present. If you do not stay with the times, and your business is not flexible, it's not adaptable, and you keep trying to use what was popular in that moment when you first got started, your business will become obsolete. And I I believe, of course, cash and not having enough funds to run your business is probably one of the number one reasons businesses shut down within three, three years. But I also would say, I think it's because they get stuck. And they're not growing or adapting the new technology. If your strategy is, I'm going to post on social media, social media is my marketing, then why aren't you using the marketing tools? You're, you're confusing your post with a marketing strategy that is not a marketing strategy. That is you posting on Instagram, but you're not, you're not using it in a fashion that is up to date and more relevant to what people want to see on the platform. So I want to encourage you to, dive in and start playing with additional features and moving towards a space that is more relatable for your audience. All right, number, oh wait, no. And there's something else I wanna say about the static photos and quotes and stuff. People like to see that there's life behind this business. Nobody wants to get scammed. We're all like super researchers. We Google everything, look for reviews. And for you to continuously post (laughs) static photos and videos, not show us who you are, not show us the brand voice, the person behind the company, you make it less likely for us to reach out to you 
and for us to patronize your business. Like people more now than ever, they want transparency and they want to know that they can trust you before they give you their dollar. I don't care how much money it is. People are a lot more skeptical skeptical when it comes to engaging with businesses online because so many people have been scammed. And I mean, I can talk about times where I've made purchases and like stuff never showed up. <laughs> like, or I made a purchase and this person made all these claims about how they can help you do this and help you do that, help you do this. And then you get the product and you're like, are you serious? This happened to me last year, you guys. Like ebooks that I've bought and then, oh, we're going to help you. And by the end of this ebook, you'll be able to da 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 And then I get the ebook and I'm like, this is trash. I could have Googled this. Like, <laughs> but again, people are not falling prey to those kind of traps anymore so the more visible you are in your business i believe it'll be better for you in the long run all right number two so number one was your page is one dimensional number two is you're always selling instead of serving so this comes across i see like in newer businesses so they are always saying, hey, buy my product, buy my product, buy, you know, book a call, get my service, you know, get these shoes, buy these lashes, got, get, pick up this t-shirt for me, something like that, right? But you're not serving your audience. It's all about you, me, 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 me. You have to move from a me, me, me mentality to a them, them, them mentality, okay? So let's just say you were a lifestyle blogger. And so you go and you post and say, oh, guys, look at this amazing meal that I cooked for um, dinner. And you just, you know, show, show them a shot of your food or something like that. You post a shot of your food, of your dinner. That is you focused. And unless you're a celebrity, like, honestly, people don't care about that. But if you turn it around to a way you can actually serve your audience is, hey, these are my top three um, meals that I like to cook. In under 20 minutes, I'm going to break this down into a three-part series. Here's the first recipe. Let's go. And in 30 seconds, I can show you how to make the meal from beginning to end. Now, this is obviously going to be a very short form. It's a short form video. It's going to be, you know, not you talking and elaborating and showing your techniques, but more like pour measurement ingredient, pour measurement ingredient, cook measurement ingredient, so they know exactly what to do in under 30 seconds. Okay. Now, I think one of the coolest videos I actually saw, well, I think I saw this video last year, maybe it was this year, I can't remember. But it was a video of, super quick video, I believe this video was also under 30 seconds, it was TikTok viral, where the lady puts a block of feta cheese in the skillet, in a pan, the cheese starts to melt down, she throws in the sun-dried tomatoes, there's like a little oil, garlic or something like that, and throws in the pasta. Like the, the video is so quick, and has very simple ingredients, it's like, yeah, I could do that. It's just, that's it. That's all I got to do. And so that video went viral because it was so simple and it was easy to do. It wasn't, hey guys, I really like uh, sun-dried tomato and feta cheese pasta. Look at this picture. No, they served, right? They're showing you simple steps, techniques, and strategies. So your page should do that when you're trying to sell. Even if we're talking about product, even if you're talking about product, you should still be serving your audience with strategies and techniques that are beyond your product. Because at this point, the page is all about what you want from them and you're giving them nothing in return. 
Okay, so try and figure out how what how can you serve your audience differently? How can you show up for them differently in a way that is unusual and that would get them to pay attention to you? Right. We want them to buy our product. We want them to opt into our email list. We want them to book a call with us, but we're really not giving them anything in return. They would want to do those things for us. So get clear on how you can serve them. So if you are selling something Let's say it's a t-shirt. You might be like, I don't know what to do. How do I serve them and give them other ideas? Well, let's say you are selling t-shirts. One of the, um, <laughs> a lot of these videos I've actually been watching on YouTube actually is sustainable fashion. So this girl will repurpose like an old t-shirt, whether it's a man's work shirt or a old sweater or something and like, literally no sewing required cut it up and show me how to style it and I'm like oh that's really cool now if you could do that even with your own t-shirt and show people how they can customize their t-shirt or how to wear or something like that like serve them beyond just please buy from me we have to move beyond the me 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 mentality and into the servant mentality if you're selling instead of serving it's gonna hurt you number three your content does not connect with your offer so again, I guess we can go back to we can go back to the food pictures. Listen, some of y'all just need to go ahead and separate your personal page from your business page because you posting quotes of something funny you saw two days ago and then showing me a picture of, ooh, look at my kids, aren't they cute? And then showing me a picture of the product that you're selling, it's confusing to the buyer. So I don't know why are you here? Like, what are you trying to do? I mean, it's okay to mix it in a few, but if like seven days a week, you're six, six days out of seven, you're posting random content that doesn't have anything to do with your business and then you want me to buy from your business, I, I honestly am not gonna take you serious. Like, I'm gonna believe that, your, that it's gonna look like that is your side hustle and this is not what you're actually here to do. So some of you, I would suggest separating your personal page and your business page, and then you can post whatever you want on your personal page. And on your business page, let it be business. Let it be clear and let your content connect. Like there should be no reason why you're posting something completely unrelated to your business. Like even when I post funny or entertaining content, I am somehow weaving it back to business. Whether I'm teaching a strategy, whether I'm educating whether I'm telling you to book a call like it should you should make sure that it is connecting with your audience now another way I would say that some people do not connect with their audience is the graphics that they use your fonts your colors like all of it it sometimes especially especially the women that I work with I know a lot of them are actually marketing to millennials I want you to go take a look, take inventory of the brands that you follow, that you like and patronize the most and look at their graphics, look at their fonts, look at how they're connecting with you as a millennial and then translate that into how you want to show up in your own space. Okay. This is something that I think we take for granted and just feel like, oh, because I'm a small business and all I can do is use Canva. And if you're not using Canva, you can, you can definitely use Canva. It's Canva, C-A-N-V-A. That's a great app to help you get upgraded graphics so it doesn't look so 
homemade, right? But the thing is, you are creating content using photos and GIFs and videos that just does not relate. Your stuff looks dated. And so people are just not going to, they're not going to engage. And I know we often say like, don't judge a book by its cover. But yeah, we do. We judge your graphics. We judge whether or not this person is reputable based on how their graphics look. I, I mean, I do. If your graphics don't look good, I'm wondering like how much have you actually invested in your business? And if you could have like the most amazing content and strategies to share with me, but if your graphics don't look good, I'm wondering the kind of quality I'm going to receive. Do you guys understand the correlation between that? So make sure you're investing in the right places. Now, I'm not saying that your stuff has to be perfect, but I shouldn't show up to your page and one day you're using pink and green and then the next day you're using orange and blue and then the next day is red, white, and black and then the next day is red, white, and blue. Like, I'm I'm confused. I don't even know. Like you, you change your identity every single day and it causes me to not feel safe with you as a consumer because it looks like you don't know what you want to do. So... Being able to stick to your brand identity and establishing yourself as such is huge in building trust with your clients and your potential customers. Your audience is always watching you, okay? So get get some sort of unification down with that. So I would also add to that, done is better than perfect. So I'm not telling you that you have to go out and spend thousands of dollars on a graphic designer. But what I am telling you is that what you do have power and control over that you are personally creating, let it be consistent. That is what I'm saying. If you think about some of the videos that we've seen that have gone viral, this stuff is like, edited and created by people who are amateurs they're not the so I, this actually that um video by i forgot his name but we all know the, where the money resides imagine if he had created a static photo it was just a shot of him with his hand up and and a quote saying hey uh, i'm gonna hook you guys up today come on down to the lot and i'll get you a car that you need versus him having an idea to be real extra, come out the trunk of a car, have music playing in the background and him advertising himself. Do you see how powerful the difference was there? And, and it wasn't about him having amazing graphics or the best sound or even the best quality video, but his content connected with the audience and actually connected with even those beyond the market of even wanting to buy a car right now. So... That's what I want you to think about in terms of what you create. Are you connecting? Is your offer, what you're posting, what you're sharing on videos and in your platform, does it connect with your ideal client? It doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to be done. But be consistent. Don't be all over the place with whatever it is that you're sharing and doing on social media. All right. Number four. So we have number one, your page is one dimensional. Number two, You're always selling instead of serving. Number three, your content does not connect with your offer. And oh, one more thing. No, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll share. I'll share it later. Okay. Number four is you're a (laughs) hundred. Listen, 
I'm going to make this simple. Number four is you have no call to action. No call to action. You post videos, you post pictures, you post quotes, and you have no call to action. Tell people what to do. Otherwise, they're going to double heart you and keep on moving. So tell them to save. Tell them to share. Tell them, yes, you can tell them to like, like, but you need to say like, like and share. Okay, like and save. <laughs> it should just be like this photo. Um, and then also you can tell them to DM you for more information. Like, don't let that be um, the space where you kind of like present this great content, but then don't tell people what to do. It's a wasted opportunity. You miss an opportunity by not informing your audience what to do. So tell them to book a call with you. Tell them, hey, secure your spot tonight. Uh, four spaces open. Send me a DM if you want to know more about this. I've been able to sell a lot in my in DMs, okay? But the thing is, I gave people direction on what to do. So they took action. If I say something like, or tell them, yeah, link in bio. Book a call with me. But if I share the reasons why you need a business coach in a very cute and funny reel, and then explain to them all the things that I can do, but at the end of the caption, I don't tell them how they can work with me, I really just missed an opportunity. And they're just going to look at this like, oh, she's pretty cool. Well, you know, when she offers something, I'll take action. Don't miss that opportunity to educate and then provide the solution. Okay. Your post should be educating and entertaining people, but also providing the solution to the problem that they want answered and taken care of. And then I also want to share this for coaches. I actually shared this in my live. Um, a lot of times when you are a coach, you have a tendency to be very motivational. You have a tendency to inspire again, but you aren't telling people what they need to do and the next steps to work with you. So make sure you're not leaning heavy on your gift and then not moving forward on your marketing skills. Close, like close the deal, sis. <laughs> Tell them what their pain point is, how you can help them, and hey, this is how you can work with me, all right? So that is what I wanted to share with you all for this week. I've been so excited with the new influx of members and the class that we had this past week on how to create easy eBooks. And I was thinking about repackaging it and selling it to those who are not in the membership because there was a lot of information shared. And I think it will be valuable for women that are trying to grow their businesses and need just a, a little bit of additional help. So it's a full tech tutorial in there. I also give a template and then I also include a workbook. So you got a tech tutorial on how to create your workbook. There will be a template in there so you don't have to create a workbook from scratch. You can just use the one that I'm providing to you. And then you have a workbook that teaches you the strategies to use before you market your, your ebook. So that's going to be rolling out for you all as well. We're also talking about a retreat. And it sounds like the tribe wants to do a retreat in January 2022. So more information will be coming out on that very soon. And I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to make sure I keep you guys all up to date on what's going on. I will be opening doors again to the Business Basics Bootcamp soon. 
And I will be sharing that probably in email. So if you are interested in working with me, <laughs> here's this call to action I was just telling you about. <laughs> if you're interested in working with me and having me help you establish your business and we work on business plan, your branding, your marketing, setting up your first funnel. I mean, it's juicy, y'all. Full of full of uh, gems to help you establish your foundation because so many people want to get to six figures, but they literally don't have the foundation to sustain, sustain themselves. So that is what we cover in the program and the doors will be opening soon. So I'm putting that on your mind so you can get ready if you're ready to work with me. All right, so we're going to close out in with our affirmations. I think I'm going to change our affirmations. I'm not sure what exactly yet, but there's there's a change of brewing or something. Is that how you say it? <laughs> I don't remember. All right, let's close our our session, our podcast out today with our affirmations. I am wanted. I belong. I am loved. All right, my beautiful queens, I will be back here with you next week.